welcome back to another episode of the Only Up From Here Sports Podcast. Today is Thursday, February 13th, and I am your host, Austin Ravage, joined alongside by my co-host, Aiden Laux. And today's episode is brought to you by Kempton Hotels and Restaurants. If you are looking to book that hotel, do it through Kempton, because with every lead they gather from us here at the Only Up From Here Podcast, they will donate $10 to the Clean the World Foundation. So do your part in being a good person today. You guys know what it is. It is Thump Those Cheeks Thursday. Everybody knows it. Everybody's everybody's celebrating. Uh, so we're off to a hot start already. We've got a phenomenal episode. We've got a brand new segment that we're going to be debuting for Thursdays only. It's awesome. Um, and we'll get more into that later. But before we do that, let's go ahead and jump on our first topic. And the first topic is just going to be this. Uh, off, uh, Brown's offensive lineman Greg Robinson was caught with 157 pounds of marijuana on the board by the border police. Uh, it is safe to say that this is probably the biggest high that of the Brown season to date. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice little pun. Um, you know what else is high? Is this guy's this guy's salary? He makes 6.4 million dollars a year. I don't understand what he's doing with 157 pounds of marijuana. That clearly had an intent to sell because why else would you have that much on you and he got arrested with Quan Bray the former Birmingham Iron wide receiver so little addition there because everybody's talking about Greg Robertson former NFL and Birmingham Iron wide receiver represent yeah that's just disgusting that guy's <laughs> that guy should have taken the fall because clearly his life is worthless oh my god <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. 157 pounds of marijuana is a substantial amount of pot. And when you are an MO, or I'm sorry, an NFL player, uh, one that makes $6.4 million a year, I don't think the cartel should be handling your finances or you should be dealing with them as much as this guy was because, dude, like, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't even picture that much pot. It has got to be, I don't, I don't know how you fit it in a car, that's for sure. I know, were they driving a 16-wheeler truck? But <laughs> anyway, they, well, they're now facing up to 20 years in prison because um, they were smuggling this across the border. And the weird part about it is they were smuggling it from the United States into Mexico, not the other way around. So that one threw me <laughs> on a whole different... I mean, that one confused me more than anything else in the story. Obviously, why the hell are these two for current and former NFL players who should have a decent amount of money to play with, why are they selling marijuana across the border? And why are they crossing the border into Mexico to sell it? It's usually the other way around. So, yeah, that one definitely caught me off guard there. Border Patrol checkpoint. It's a, uh, yeah. a head-scratcher for sure. And just to think that people like that deal with situations like that uh, living the lives that they live, it literally boggles my mind. So I'm not going to try to think on it too much. Let's go ahead and move on. We have more Astros talk, and this is where the juicy stuff gets into it for our new segment. So before we get to that, um, the first thing I want to talk about with the Astros is Colin Coward's take, and it is one for the books, to say the least. It is a clip that I was watching, and I thought it was that guy that does the Colin Cowherd impersonations. But no, this is straight from the show, and I'm going to go ahead and play this for you guys right now. Kids see, never disappointed in kids. Kids see images all the time. Do they become porn stars because they occasionally <laughs> go to Pornhub? <laughs> no, nah, they're kids. They figure it out. No, they're kids. kids. So they're he was talking about the kids. Astros cheating scandal. <laughs> I haven't – I didn't – 
Yeah, ex- well, I didn't, I don't, I didn't watch the entire thing, so I don't have all the context. I just know that Colin Cowherd went over national TV talking about kids becoming porn stars because they went on Pornhub once. <laughs> no, they're kids. Oh, they kids. never do that. Yeah, they never do that. They're just harmlessly watching Dude. porn underage. The kids, the kids. What are you gonna do? You know, Liv Cowherd <laughs> is just absolutely on her way to be a porn star. <laughs> Little does he know. <laughs> Aside from people weighing in about this too, uh, wanted to bring it up during this part of this segment. You, I, did you see Stephen A. Smith's take on this too? Because he, he no. his idea was, it was actually a pretty good one. I, I'm pretty surprised that Stephen A. came up with a good idea for MLB. But he said, instead of every time these guys come out to bat, throwing a fastball at them 90 miles per hour and, and trying to hit them and getting suspended. Instead, all the MLB teams that are playing them next year, every time before the game, they shouldn't shake hands with them. They should all turn their backs to them the entire game. Like right at the beginning when they're introducing the players, just turn their backs to them. Just show them the utmost disrespect for the entire season. No shaking hands. Don't even talk to them. Pretty much just have the entire MLB shun them from the league. If the MLB, if the if, if the MLB a, front office isn't that. gonna do it, someone's got to do it, and it's got to be the players. They've got to take action since the MLB's front office isn't going to. It is. I think that's a petty route, and I wouldn't really picture Stephen A. coming up with that. But if it comes down to it, I, I really think that the pros are above that, and I think a lot of the players are moving on. You already saw who was it, J.D. Martinez, saying that uh, the slander for the Astros is a little bit too much, basically throwing the Red Sox right under the bus <laughs> that they're cheating to by saying that, by backing these guys at this point in time. Um, obviously, the MLBPA is trying to, I guess, fight the fact that they haven't had any punishments. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, I think there were even rumors of Rob Manfred and the MLB higher-ups kind of going back into talks and seeing if they want to do punishment because clearly this is a this is a story that's not leaving the news anytime soon, and the only way that it could stop is by punishing these players, rightfully so. But not only do we have Colin Coward, not only do we have Stephen A. Smith with some fire takes, LeBron James, LeBron James, came up with the best hashtag, the best tweet I've ever seen. A pretty great hashtag that it is, really long. It's the hashtag that is taking the internet by storm. LeBron James, he, he, he gave his take for the, the Astro, on the Astros on Twitter. This hashtag, bear with me because it's a long one. It's hashtag just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie regardless my own sport I play. Really kind of looked, sounded a little dyslexic there at the end where he was dragging it out. But um, a great hashtag nonetheless. I think it should be used for every single sports analyst out there, especially the ones that haven't actually played ever in the league like ourselves. If you're ever going to make a sports take from now on, I think by law you should have to add that hashtag, even if it breaks your character limit on Twitter. That's what I was about to say right there. It is (laughs) That is a... Hashtag that is pushing those 240 characters to their limit. I don't know how he fitted in with the long ass tweet that he had already established with this with this prior tweet. So basically, what he was saying is like, you know, he dropped he actually dropped an f bomb in there, which was surprising. And then the hashtag you can't blame him for the dyslexic view because when it gets that long, it's so hard to read. Uh, you, I mean, it's especially with a hashtag. It's like all the words kind of collide. Honestly, 
hell of a job by you reading it off. I'm glad you read it off because I probably would have butchered it. And uh, but yeah, I mean LeBron James being LeBron James, he 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 had to make his way into the news with this story. And I liked the way he, I liked the way he came at it. I liked his tweet. I thought it was actually pretty good. But this hashtag is just overdoing it to the max. I don't understand it. Um, but I think Austin, you and I can both be happy that. It's been a lot of Tuesdays since we had to deal with Taco Tuesday. And and it if it takes him tweeting out hashtags like this, I am 100% okay with dealing the, with, with, with problems like this. He put that tweet out on Tuesday too, didn't he? I think he did. So that is that. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if he did, that's pretty nice. He's doing other things besides Taco Tuesday on his social media because that's what his Tuesdays were completely reserved for. Was the, everybody just wait for that weekly Taco Tuesday video thanking God that he's more focused on basketball now we don't have to see it so that yeah you're absolutely right that is the very very good news in all of this aside from the Astros cheating scandal thank God Taco Tuesday seems to be maybe not over but but it's on a little break for a little bit here and I'm just gonna 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 enjoy that as long as it lasts and (laughs) where you at you said it perfect right there (laughs) okay but, I mean, we've had LeBron, we've had Colin Coward, we've had Stephen A. Um, Nick Marquez, Braves player, he, he went the old-fashioned route. He said, he said, them boys need a beating. He said, those boys need to be taken in the back of the shed and spanked with his, <laughs> by their daddy with his, with his leather belt. They need a beating. <laughs> with his leather belt and that a steel belt buckle on that boy. That's- yeah, I mean, I, I want to see them boys howl. <laughs> Yeah, that that's but, uh, your, right, your, so your Nick Marquez impression Marquez by the way is, is flawless. Uh, dude, I mean, I he doesn't talk even close to like <laughs> that. But when you think of a guy that went to Young Harris University or college in the middle of bum bum fuck nowhere in Georgia, it's he's got to talk like that, I'm sure especially you're close. when you're a baseball I'm sure player. You're close. So exactly, and but. All those names I've all listed. Well, we got one more. Daniel Tosh, who is actually inspiring us to have a new segment. Daniel Tosh came up with some fire tweets. He is saying, basically, if Rob Manfred and the MLB don't want to suspend these players or punish them, I've got some great punishments. Austin, what are some of your favorites from that? Okay, well, I think my my favorite were honestly the first two in his, in his tweeting thread. Uh, his first one was, during every seventh inning stretch... The wives of Astros players should be allowed to cheat on their husbands with any fan from the 300 section. So, no, they don't get any of the rich people in the 100s. Only. They have to settle for the grease balls up in the 300 nosebleeds. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's no problem with it because that's where I'm sitting every game. The cheaper, the better. So- <laughs> So since we're already on topic, this is our new segment. We actually don't have a name for it just yet. If you uh, if you have a good name for it, go ahead and send it our way. I was thinking like, don't worry, we'll handle this, and it's kind of just a play on, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take care of it. We can we can come up with some punishments, but let's go ahead and jump into the new segment. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right, nice little transition there. All right, so who who do you want to go first here? You want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You got it. Okay. So for the first punishment of this segment that the MLB should put on the Astros, the first one I got – are we are we doing two here? We've, we've agreed on just doing two? You can drop two. I think I'm just going to rock with the okay, one. Okay, okay. I'll go with the first. My first one then is before every at-bat, I think that the Astros players should have to brush their teeth and then drink a glass of warm, warm, very warm orange juice. 
I don't hate that one. But I think going up there and while having a fat grizzly wintergreen pouch in that left side of their yes. gum, so they're just soaking up all the flavors. I, I like that one. My my punishment for the Astros is none of their catchers, bullpen or in game, are allowed to wear cups. We're canceling any <laughs> thoughts of them having kids. Their their parents are not getting grandkids anytime soon. Actually, never because they're going to be catching nut shots the entire year. I, I think that's valid. I mean. You're basically stealing signs from the catcher of the opposing team now that your catcher needs to pay by never producing any valid semen for the rest of his life. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. All right, my last one, my second one here is um, I'm going to go with this one. I, I think that the Astros players should have to if, – if the MLB is not going to suspend these guys at all or put any punishment on them, then at least these guys should have to get only haircuts from gl- from great clips – for the next 10 years. Maybe, maybe five. I don't want to be too mean, but I'll go with five, I guess. Great clips, haircuts only. Your first one was your first one was fire, <laughs> Austin. That one's a big old David Hassel off. What are you, oh, you, is that because you're a great clips guy? Yeah, yeah I get my haircut <laughs> okay. from great clips. So you're a little biased on that Once one. Once a month. Okay, well, everybody who has a good yeah, haircut I mean, knows what I'm talking about. I mean, Candace, Candace, and Sharona can absolutely slay some hair over at the Great Clips, and for twelve bucks, I mean, you just can't beat it. So I think that would be less of a punishment and more of a help on their wallet. And you're looking out for them by that. I don't know about that one. I guess they are Dude, a little bit better when it comes. I All guess right, for the players, um, with we'll long move on to, the players with long hair to be a problem. But I guess you're right with the short hair. All you, how do you mess up a buzz cut? You know. But okay, we'll move on. <laughs> All right. Well, we're moving on. Um, I actually have a question for you, Austin, and it is in regards of the MLB. Is Are the Tampa Bay Rays going to be in Montreal in the second half of this season? Because that is a topic that no one is talking about, and I remember it, I remember it earlier this summer, breaking news. Yeah. I, I mean, because we're not hearing so much about it, I feel like it's almost too last minute at this point. I mean, I know... The baseball season is still a little ways away, but if you're going to be preparing to... Well, I just don't know if it's a thing or not. Like, was that a dream? It, it feels like it now, but it seemed pretty realistic when we were talking about it. But at this point in the season, without hearing a whole lot more about it, and there not being any plans to be in that stadium in Montreal, it definitely makes me think that we might have to hold off for at least another season. But I think that is coming soon, just probably not this most recent upcoming season just because of the fact that they haven't made any actions on it yet so it's kind of hard to just buy out or rent out the stadium for this back half of the MLB season and then also there's probably a whole bunch of other different travel situations that they have to plan out for these guys to get over there so yeah it seems a little too last minute still a little ways away but for all this to be perfect for the MLB I think it's too last minute yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if they are doing it this year. If the plan was to do it next year, I just I thought of this when we with all this MLB talk that we've been going over, and it is something that has completely slipped my mind, and it's a topic that pisses me off, quite frankly, because obviously we both agreed that it just makes no sense. It's not practical whatsoever. But we'll go ahead and move on from MLB. Let's go ahead and do some NBA talk and. Uh, Prayers for the wizard, for the Timberwolves because they go out, they kind of risk it all, they get D'Angelo Russell, but little did they know, that little sucker comes with a curse. <laughs> the curse of what? Exactly. 
Dude, he is literally like I it, it's not a specific curse, but everything that this guy does is bad. Like he goes to the Warriors and don't get me wrong, I know Steph is hurt, Clay is hurt. The, but this team is has been in the NBA Finals for God knows how long. I think five years straight, won three rings, and D'Angelo Russell gets there. They are literally the worst team in the league right now. Well, he goes to the Wolves, who are in playoff contention. Immediately, Carl Anthony Towns is out indefinitely with a wrist injury. Everything that happened when he was on the Lakers at first, he went to Ohio State, which was a mess up in his own part, um, and I'm kind of backtracking. You also look at the Brooklyn Nets. They brought him back. Karis LeVert has one of the most – catastrophic injuries I've ever seen in my entire life. Is that a coincidence? I don't I don't think so. So D'Angelo Russell comes with some curse. It's not a curse of a recurring uh it's not the same thing recurring over and over again, but it is it's something with that guy. And I I can't really put a finger on it, but now the Wolves just <laughs> traded away Andrew Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell and he, they don't even get to pair him with Carl Anthony Towns. So now it's just okay. I don't I don't know. Well I'm is. a D'Angelo Russell fan, so I'm gonna set the record straight here. <coughs> yes, you are right the Warriors were terrible, actually last in the West, and for good reason. They have a lot of injuries. I wouldn't blame that on D'Angelo Russell. But he's traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, Aiden, are not in playoff contention. This team has 16 wins. That's only three more than the Atlanta Hawks. They're actually second. Oh, yeah. They're, just, they're, they're just second, they're second of, of last they're in the West. They're so it. bad. Cat, Cat probably nope. faking this injury. Because no. <laughs> he's got to get what? out of Minnesota. That what? place is cursed alone. What are your, sor- what are your sources? My sources of what? Of the of what their record what are your is. Sources? This t- their sources is my they're brain and ESPN out. and my eyes. Nope. No, they're they're a hair out of the West, <laughs> no. dude. All they needed they're was D'Angelo Russell and Cal Anthony Towns to get this team back on the right track. Minnesota hasn't been good no, in they were, so long. Well, you know D'Angelo Russell wasn't going to help him regardless. The guy's a scumbag. And he's <laughs> there, there's no helping the city of Minnesota in basketball right now. They're a disaster. They're going to be for a while. Oh, oh, what was that? What? No, oh, there's no helping what? There's no helping the city of Minnesota right now? The city of Minnesota. Oh. You have it here first. Austin Ravage needs to go back to geography <laughs> class. And that that absolutely Okay, you got you got me. All right, fine. Fair enough. You got me there. You literally you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Because I, right, I guess mine should have been common knowledge, but if you're going to be doing this podcast, you should also know that nope. the Timberwolves are far from about. playoff contention. They are far from a Damn it. I could have just said it. I could have fixed myself, but I didn't too there. When you asked me to repeat myself, I shouldn't have. Or just fixed it when I did. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it ten times I'm, cut, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> Cut it out yeah. of the episode. <laughs> okay. You're talking to the guy who edits, so that's All gone. Right, well, um, <laughs> last topic of the entire night is going to be John Beeline, former uh, best NCAA coach in basketball. This guy was at Michigan for a while, actually had more March wins than Coach K and Roy Williams and all those greats in the past like eight years, which is absurd. He's been in the news a lot this this season. Uh you might not you might not remember, but earlier two months ago, he basically called his entire locker room thugs and tried to cover it up by saying that he meant to say slugs because they were playing slow, and nothing's been going well. Well, he steps down from the Cavs, and I guess it was kind of inevitable, but it is a uh, it's just like yeah, Jawan Howard's doing okay at Michigan, but if Beeline would have stayed, it it would have been a much better, and it it hurts to say the least. 
it was only a matter of time. The Cleveland Cavaliers have been so bad since they got rid of LeBron James. I mean, go. I mean, they're only like going there. The Cavs are like a, they're in playoff <laughs> contention. Yeah, you could say that. They're you know they actually are worse than the than the Timberwolves. So I guess that. Well, tell me this: Have the the Timberwolves have they been ruled out of the playoffs? <laughs> I guess technically they probably haven't. They no? are. They are. Okay, then I'm taking it as they are in contention because that is exactly <laughs> what 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 you just. They told are me. 25 games out of first place, which would probably make them around like 16 games out of the eighth spot. The Cavaliers, they're 32 games out of the fir- out of the one spot in the East. So you know that. Hey, <laughs> that's I mean, pretty bad. How many games are left in the season? How many games are left in the season? So they're at 54. 82 minus 54. Why don't you do that quick math for me? 32. So that means that they are in the hunt for first place. Wait, 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 wait. Just got to go undefeated. What would you say? 32 is 28. 28. No. no. 28. Yeah. Okay. You know. (laughs) So actually. Forgot to. Well, they definitely can't get the first spot. That's for sure. Not enough games left. Um, I guess they technically could still get the eighth spot. So. Yes, they're in playoff contention if you define it the way that you are defining it right now. But now they're not because D'Angelo Russell. Anyway, matter. It was only a matter of time until John was out as the coach for the Cavaliers. This team's so bad. They're fourteen and forty right now. They're the second worst team in the NBA, right in front of the Warriors. This team's going nowhere. I don't even know what direction the franchise is trying to go with this team. They've got some young guards, um, Colin Sexton being one of them. Roll Tad. But I don't know that this 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 team doesn't look like they're gonna be good for a long time. They're not gonna be able to recruit any free agents, especially with LeBron gone. It, it it's 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 gonna be a long long time until we see the Cavaliers ever being really relevant again. I mean, it, not only the Cavaliers, but like it's just like you, you sit back and think about how Kevin Love is still on that yeah, roster, I don't and know. and it, if it doesn't make you chuckle. I don't know it's what awful. will. Because he went there, he wanted out of Minnesota, and they finally got him out of there. He got the couple of years of glory days with LeBron James, and now he's just right back to where he would, where he was. But in arguably, well, I don't even know if it's arguable. He's in a worse situation than he was when he was in Minnesota, and it's so late in his career now. This has got to just sting at year after year for him at this point. Because he, he's the only person that signed that contract extension. I feel like Kevin he did Love it to will. himself, so I guess I can't really have any sympathy. Well, Kevin... Yeah, I mean, Tristan Thompson kind of got leashed into the Cavs too, but I mean, he, he seems like he's kind of getting his way out of it. I think Kevin Love's going to be in Cleveland for the rest of his career. But Kevin Love is a guy that like you think of him and you automatically assume he's 35. This guy was like, I think he's not even 30 yet. I'm actually, I, <laughs> he's got a, all right, my guess is he got to the Cavs when LeBron went. He got to the Cavs at 25 years old, and I think that was the biggest shock of How old do you think he is right life. now, if you had to guess? 31. Spot on. He's 31 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he does feel like he's Quick been math. in the NBA but for so long. You look at a bunch of players around him, like, you know, Tristan Thompson and these guys, and, like, you're thinking that he is way older than all of them by, like, a mile. But he's he's really, like, 31 is not that old in the NBA because you could play to your 40 easy. So you could still have another nine years of his career, and it feels like he's already been in the NBA for 20 
Yeah, and well, it's just like he doesn't deserve to play another nine years. I'm tired <laughs> of him, and and I'm so glad that they are not good because his stupid face in the media every day when LeBron was in that locker room was was a little bit too much to handle. And he he belong he is one of those players that just thrives in an environment like the Cavaliers, where he can go out, he can get 35 minutes a game, even though he's getting a little bit up there in age. He can go out and and play the game that he loves, but it's not going to be on TV. You're not going to hear about it in the news the next morning. He's just going to be Kevin Love. I'd be surprised if he's in Cleveland for much longer because either he's going to get traded or when his contract extension is over, he's going to just go and take a cheap salary to play for some contending team because, I mean, why wouldn't he at this point in his career? You know, I I think that he could get some decent money from a contender and that's exactly what he's going to do. So I don't think he'll be in Cleveland for much longer and we'll get to see him contending again, which I don't really care to because in this day and age of basketball, he's probably the most boring player to watch in the NBA, but still you get the point. I, uh, I'm with you. Uh, more anyways, I guess kind of breaking news for the pod, uh, NC state absolutely real coach K. And I think it might be his birthday. No, his birthday <laughs> was last Thursday, uh, 88 to 66 oh. storm the court. Duke sucks. College basketball stupid. I hate it. Um, but more college basketball. Georgia moves to three and ten in the SEC by beating Auburn. It's the stupidest team in the world. I saw the line today. Thank God I didn't bet Auburn, but it was minus four for Auburn. And Georgia has to be one of the worst teams in the NCAA. I think it was. I think it was, all, I think I it was also because out of Auburn was without their best player in Okoro. So I think that was why the line was probably so low, which makes a little bit more yeah, sense. Okay. And then if we're if we're Got talking it. basketball here in our teams, Alabama. They throw their pretty much just threw their tournament chances right into the trash. They had a they had high <laughs> high chances of making the tournament. Some websites were giving them a ninety percent chance to make the tournament this year. As of yesterday, they just they, they were gonna have to win probably go five and one for the rest of the season and get like a big win over Mississippi State. Instead, they lose it home today to Texas A and M. They're, they're, again, they're shooting 43s a game. A disaster of a loss tonight for, for Bama, and it looks like they're going to be right. Look On the outside looking in, Joe Lenardi has them as the first four out now. So congratulations, Bama. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's been frustrating. We can go back like a month ago when you were asking me if, if this was going to be like LSU with Ben Simmons. It's worse <laughs> with Anthony Edwards. It, it's worse. and it's I couldn't have imagined it to be – you know, as bad as it was, we're losing to teams like we're losing to teams like Ole Miss. Uh, we lost to Missouri after up twenty. We lost to Florida after up twenty. I, and this is not an exaggeration. Literally up twenty points in the second half, and they blew both of those games. They've blown countless games where it's like up ten with five minutes left or with two minutes left. This team is a choke. Central um, Tom Crean, I love you, but. I just don't understand how you cannot will your players to actually want to show up for the second half. I mean, literally, we were Georgia was a meme when they were playing Kentucky. They got up five at halftime when we were at when we were at home, and uh, they're all running up and down the court when the halftime buzzer hits. Well, those videos were posted everywhere after the game. Ashton Hagens, all those guys for Kentucky were tweeting them. So it's embarrassing to say the least. But regardless, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this Thursday, this this Thump Them Cheeks <laughs> Thursday episode. And uh, I, I guess do what you got to do on this Thursday afternoon. We, you guys will hear from us on uh, Tuesdays, Tuesday morning. But a little trick, we're not going to change the scheduled time for the show. We're still going to release it on Tuesday. But 
We're going to be recording on Sunday, so we're going to miss some news from the if, – if there's any news on Monday, uh, just some difficulties that we have lining up. So um, you guys will hear us on Tuesday morning. Obviously, have a great weekend. Um, make sure you like uh, – or make sure you – I almost just dropped a YouTube <laughs> Like outro. and subscribe, uh, baby. <laughs> you, sure you can subscribe. You are subscribed you, you, you to you the podcast. You can use that. Like, subscribe, and comment on our Twitter. Yeah, but I said Instagram. like. Yeah, that's facts. Like our Instagram, subscribe to our <laughs> podcast, and comment on our – on our Twitter and go ahead and leave a five-star review for the boys because God, it's going to be a race to it. the, f- to the next five-star review right now, because just a little side note here, guys, we're, we're sitting at 68 five-star reviews right now on Apple podcast. I don't get it. So I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't I'm just throwing it out there. Like it could be pretty nice if uh, you guys rushed and got to that, I don't get to that it. next five-star review, but that's all I'll say. Just saying. Be, be be that person. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I'm just beating around the bush here, just letting you know how it is. All okay. right, hit it. Yeah, you're right. Let's hit it. And now it's time to hit the freaking music, baby. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.